chapter two of twenty-five sermons on the holy land this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c twenty-five sermons on the holy land by thomas de witt talmage chapter two i must also see rome i must also see rome acts nineteen twenty one here is paul's itinerary he was a travelling or circuit preacher he had been mobbed and insulted and the more good he did the worse the world treated him but he went right on now he proposes to go to jerusalem and says after that i must also see rome why did he want to visit this wonderful city in which i am to-day permitted to stand to preach the gospel you answer no doubt of it but there were other reasons why he wanted to see rome a man of paul's intelligence and classic taste had fifty other reasons for wanting to see it your coliseum was at that time in process of erection and he wanted to see it the forum was even then an old structure and the eloquent apostle wanted to see that building in which eloquence had so often thundered and wept over the appian way the triumphal processions had already marched for hundreds of years and he wanted to see that the temple of saturn was already an antiquity and he wanted to see that the architecture of the world-renowned city he wanted to see that the places associated with the triumphs the cruelties the disasters the wars the military genius the poetic and the rhetorical fame of this great city he wanted to see them a man like paul so many-sided so sympathetic so emotional so full of analogy could not have been indifferent to the antiquities and the splendors which move every rightly organized human being and with what thrill of interest he walked these streets those only who for the first time like ourselves enter rome can imagine if the inhabitants of all christum were gathered into one plain and it were put to them which two cities they would above all others wish to see the mass majority of them would vote jerusalem and rome so we can understand something of the record of my text and its surroundings when it says paul purposed in the spirit when he had passed through macedonia and achaia to go to jerusalem saying after that i must also see rome as some of you are aware with my family and only for the purpose of what we can learn and the good we can get i am on the way to palestine since leaving brooklyn new york 
this is the first place we have stopped intermediate cities are attractive but we have visited them in other years and we hastened on for i said before starting that while i was going to jerusalem i must also see rome why do i want to see it because i want by visiting regions associated with the great apostle to the gentiles to have my faith in christianity confirmed there are those who will go through large expenditure to have their faith weakened in my native land i have known persons of very limited means to pay fifty cents or a dollar to hear a lecturer prove that our christian religion is a myth a dream a cheat a lie on the contrary i will give all the thousands of dollars that this journey of my family will cost to have additional evidence that our christian religion is an authenticated grandeur a solemn a joyous a rapturous a stupendous a magnificent fact so i want to see rome i want you to show me the places connected with apostolic ministry i have heard that in your city and amid its surroundings apostles suffered and died for christ's sake my common sense tells me that people do not die for the sake of a falsehood they may practice deception for purposes of gain but put the sword to their heart or arrange the halter around their neck or kindle the fire around their feet and they would say my life is worth more than anything i can gain by losing it i hear you have in this city paul's dungeon show it to me i must see rome also while i am interested in this city because of her rulers or her citizens who are mighty in history for virtue or vice or talents romulus and caligula and cincinnatus and vespasian and Corollianus and brutus and a hundred others whose names are bright with an exceeding brightness or black with the deepest dye most of all am i interested in this city because the preacher of mars hill and the defier of agrippa and the hero of the shipwreck vessel in the breakers of melita and the man who held higher than any one that the world ever saw the torch of resurrection lived and preached and was massacred here show me every place connected with his memory i must also see rome curiosity of the christian but my text suggests that in paul there was the inquisitive and curious spirit had my text only meant that he wanted to preach here he would have said so indeed in another place he declared i am ready to preach the gospel to you who are at rome also but my text suggests a sight-seeing this man who had been under dr gamil 
had no luck in phraseology and was used to saying exactly what he meant and he said i must also see rome there is such a thing as christian curiosity paul had it and some of us have it about other people's business i have no curiosity about all that can confirm my faith in the christian religion and the world's salvation and the soul's future happiness i am full of an all-absorbing all-compelling curiosity paul had a great curiosity about the next world and so have we i hope some day by the grace of god to go over and see for myself but not now no well man no prospered man i think wants to go now but the time will come i think when i shall go over i want to see what they do there and i want to see how they do it i do not want to be looking through the gates ajar forever i want them to swing wide open there are ten thousand things i want explained about you about myself about the government of the world about god about everything we start in a plain path of what we know and in a minute come up against a high wall of what we do not know i wonder how it looks over there somebody tells me it is like a paved city paved with gold and another man tells me it is like a fountain and it is like a tree and it is like a triumphal procession and the next man i meet tells me it is all figurative i really want to know after the body is resurrected what they wear and what they eat and i have an immeasurable curiosity to know what it is and how it is and what it is columbus risked his life to find the american continent and shall we shudder to go out on a voyage of discovery which shall reveal a vaster and more brilliant country john franklin risked his life to find a passage between icebergs and shall we dread to find a passage to eternal summer men in switzerland travel up the heights of the matterhorn with an alpenstock and guides and rockets and ropes and getting halfway up stumble and fall down in a horrible massacre they just wanted to say they had been on top of those high peaks and shall we fear to go out for the ascent of the eternal hills which start a thousand miles beyond where stop the highest peaks of the alps when in that ascent there is no peril a man doomed to die stepped on the scaffold and said in joy now in ten minutes i will know the great secret one minute after the vital function ceased the little child that died last night knew more than paul himself before he died friends the exit from this world or death if you please to call it 
to the christian is glorious explanation it is demonstration it is illumination it is sunburst it is the opening of all the windows it is shutting up the catechism of doubt and the unrolling of all the scrolls of positive and accurate information instead of standing at the foot of the ladder and looking up it is standing at the top of the ladder and looking down it is the last mystery taken out of botany and geology and astronomy and theology oh will it not be granted to have all questions answered the perpetually recurring interrogation point changed for the mark of exclamation all riddles solved who will fear to go out on that discovery when all the questions are to be decided which we have been discussing all our lives who shall not clap his hands in the anticipation of that blessed country if it be no better than through holy curiosity as this paul of my text did not suppress his curiosity we need not suppress ours yes i have an unlimited curiosity about all religious things and as this city of rome was so intimately connected with apolistic times the incidents of which emphasize and explain and augment the christian religion you will not take it as an evidence of a prying spirit but as the outbursting of a christian curiosity when i say i must also see rome our desire to visit this city is also intensified by the fact that we want to be confirmed in the feeling that human life is brief but its work lasts for centuries indeed forever therefore show us the antiquities of old rome about which we have been reading for a lifetime but never seen in our beloved america we have no antiquities a church eighty years old overawes us with its age we have in america some cathedrals hundreds and thousands of years old but they are in yellowstone park or californian canon and their architecture and masonry were by the omniponent god we want to see buildings or ruins of old buildings that were erected hundreds and thousands of years ago by human hands they lived forty or seventy years but the arches they lifted the paintings they penciled the sculpture they chiseled the roads they laid out i understand are yet to be seen and we want you to show them to us i can hardly wait until monday morning i must also see rome we want to be impressed with the fact that what men do on a small scale or large scale lasts a thousand years lasts forever that we build for an eternity and that we do so in a very short space of time 
god is the only old living presence but it is an old age without any of the infirmities or limitations of old age there is a passage in of scripture which speaks of the birth of the mountains for there was a time when the andes were born and the pyrenees were born and the sierra nevada were born but before the birth of those mountains the bible tells us god was born a was never born at all because he always existed psalm xc two before the mountains were brought forth or over thou hast formed the earth and the world even from everlasting to everlasting thou art god how short is human life what antiquity attaches to its worth how everlasting is god show us the antiquities the things that were old when america was discovered old when paul went up and down the streets sightseeing old when christ was born must i must also see rome the pauline intellect another reason for our visit to this city is that we want to see the places where the mightiest intellects and the greatest natures wrought for our christian religion we have been told in america by some people of swollen heads that the christian religion is a pusillanimous thing good for children under seven years of age and small-brained people but not for the intelligent and swarthy-minded we have heard of your constantine the mighty who pointed his army to the cross saying by this conqueror if there be anything here connected with his reign or his military history show it to us the mightiest intellect of the ages was the author of my text and if for the christian religion he was willing to labor and suffer and die there must be something exalted and sublime and tremendous in it and show me every place he visited and show me if you can where he was tried and which of your roads leads out to ostia that i may see where he went out to die we expect before we finish this journey to see lake galilee and the places where simon peter and andrew fished and perhaps we may drop a net or a hook and line into those waters ourselves but when following the track of these lesser apostles i will learn quite another lesson i want while in this city of rome to study the religion of the brainiest apostles i want to follow as far as we can trace it the track of this great intellect of my text who wanted to see rome also he was a logician 
he was a metaphysician he was an all-conquering orator he was a poet of the highest type he had a nature that could swamp the leading men of his own day and hurled against the sanhedrin he made it tremble he learned all he could get in the school of his native village then he had gone to a higher school and there he had mastered the greek and the hebrew and perfected himself in belle lettres until in after years he astounded the cretans and the corinthians and the athenians by quotations from their own authors i have never found anything in carlyle or goth or herbert spencer that could compare in strength or beauty with paul's epistles i do not think there is anything in the writings of sir william hamilton that shows such mental discipline as you find in paul's argument about justification and resurrection i have not found anything in milton finer in the way of imagination than i can find in paul's illustrations drawn from the amphitheatre there was nothing in robert emmet pleading for his life or in edmund burke arraigning warren hastings in westminster hall that compared with the scene in the courtroom when before robed officials paul bowed and began his speech saying i think myself happy king agrippa because i shall answer for myself this day i repeat that a religion that can capture a man like that must have some power in it it is time our wise acres stopped talking as though all the brain of the world were opposed to christianity where paul leads we can afford to follow i am glad to know that christ has in the different ages of the world had in his discipleship a mozart and handel in music a raphael and a reynolds in painting an angelo and canova in sculpture a rush and a harvey in medicine a grotius and a washington in statesmanship a blackstone a marshall and a kent in the law and the time will come when the religion of christ will conquer all the observatories and universities and philosophy will through her telescope behold the morning star of jesus and in her laboratory see that all things work together for good and with her geological hammer discern the rock of ages oh instead of cowering and shivering when the skeptic stands before us and talks of religion as though it were a pusillanimous thing instead of that let us take out 
our new testament and read the story of paul at rome or come and see this city for ourselves and learn that it could have been no weak gospel that actuated such a man but that it is an all-conquering gospel a for all ages the power of god and the wisdom of god into salvation concluding exhortation men brethren and fathers i thank you for this opportunity of preaching the gospel to you that are at rome also the churches of america salute you upon you who are like us strangers in rome i pray the protecting and journeying care of god upon you who are resident here i pray grace mercy and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ after tarrying here a few days we resume our journey for palestine and we shall never meet again either in italy or america or what is called the holy land but there is a holier land and there we may meet saved by the grace that in the same way saves italian and american and there is that supernatural clime after embracing him who by his sufferings on the hill back of jerusalem made our heaven possible and given salutation to our own kindred whose departure broke our hearts on earth we shall i think seek out the travelling preacher and mighty hero of the text who marked out his journey through macedonia and achaia to a jerusalem saying after i have been there i must also see rome end of chapter two recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc